foolproof football. You like that? You like that? Hello and welcome to the Christmas special of foolproof football. Did, did that you was fairly like magical. That I suppose Thank myself you. and TJ hadn't heard that before. That was all Adam's doing. But that was uh, a happy Christmas miracle of a surprise. There's there's more Christmas themes along the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so for I suppose this is our Christmas episode. By the time we're due the next one, Christmas has come and gone. Um, I suppose today we have myself, Adam, TJ, Kevin. Unfortunately, we don't have. The king of injury corner himself, Dennis. Um, he is unable to make the Christmas special. One could say that he's actually injured himself. Yeah. We've got him on the IOR right now. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have him back. So I suppose before we jump into it, guys, um, any sort of Christmas wishes you want to start the episode off with? Mm, make the playoffs. For you, for fantasy is over, TJ. Jets. Okay, maybe. maybe it's a long a little, job. Maybe dream a little smaller. <laughs> There's still a chance. There's a thirty-four point five percent chance, but who's counting? Yeah, nobody's counting. Look, those Amazon stats are useless. Kev showed us in the past. Kev, Kev what about yourself? I'm a lot. I'm still in fantasy, so yeah, that would be, that would be a nice Christmas present for myself if I uh, came yeah, home with a win. On bit. Looking unlikely due to injuries last week, but um, look, you never know. Well, you mentioned injuries. We're we're missing Dennis, who is the injury corner guru. Now, I think it's going to be a bit of a change. Um, we do have, I suppose, a Christmas special version of injury corner as a substitute. But during our headlines or news around the league, we'll talk about some of those injuries, Kev. You mentioned, and we can talk about them after. Um, but let's jump into Injury Corner and then we'll take it away into our Christmas special version. My leg! <laughs> that was Santa, by the way. <laughs> that was clearly fucking Halloween. <laughs> that was Santa. It said Santa in the audio file, all right? I've got a better one later. Um, so I suppose, like we said, Dennis isn't here right now. Um, but it is the most popular segment on the show is Injury Corner. I think, Kev, TJ, you can agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's one that no I worked with no comment. He's not here. You can compliment it. Um, but it is one that we're constantly getting fan mail for. So for the Christmas special, we got a lovely call in last week after our last episode. And that's going to fill our void. Uh, so uh, I'll take it away. <laughs> Hello, I'd like to um, point out uh, a lie that was told on your podcast there um, this, this current week um, where Dennis said when he was out throwing ball with uh, with me, Keith, who he called a I believe, um, when he was out throwing a ball with me that he popped his fingers out. Now, I would like to just inform uh, your, your listeners, I'd like to inform myself I suppose, that... Um, he did not, in fact, pop any fingers out. He, uh, he just got a little bang on his fingers. It was a little sore because um, Dennis is a pussy, you, you see. He's um, a big, big pussy. So he cried about them fingers. He's still crying about them now, I believe he said, um, which is which is, which is uh, rich, considering all he had was a little sore and a little ouchy on his finger. Anyways, love the show, guys. Have me on as a special guest. All right, guys, what do we think about these allegations? <laughs> hey, look, um, I believe them 100%. <laughs> because well, Dennis isn't here. As well. Look, Dennis had this opportunity to come and defend himself, and he went out doing what the illegal stuff he's doing right now. So um, he had his chance to defend himself, and he's not present, so he's clearly guilty. Like, um, uh, innocent people don't run. For all we know, for all we know, this Keith fella, if that is in fact his name, could have made up this story just to uh, just to get on our show and get a bit oh, of airtime. Oh, like time. Dennis doesn't make up his story. <laughs> Come on, he's not here to defend himself, TJ. 
Yeah, I'm going to defend Dennis in this instant for some strange reason and say I, I don't ble- I believe Dennis popped out all of his fingers, in fact, not just one. I, I'm going to say, what's he hiding? Now, I didn't verify this was the Keith and Dennis's story, so who knows? How many um, how many parents actually call their son Keith? I think it's probably millions. not that common a it name. It is also a terrible name, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not go there, but look, next week I expect Dennis to be back. Injury corner cannot take this slander. If his own personal stories start getting scrutinised, what leg do we have to stand on for the NFL stories? Yeah, so no, I know. I believe the NFL stories are very believable. Well, we've got. So I suppose that's our little bit of drama in injury corner this week. Um, and stay tuned next week to see. I think Dennis is off preparing, but um, I suppose yeah, we'll wrap up injury corner with that. <laughs> I'd let that play all day. We won't mention. I, was, that not a, was that not a s- song for a different segment? No. Yeah, I use it whenever there's drama. Oh, you just oh, throw it in I there. Just, I okay. like it. it. It's nice. Um, but look, let's move into our main stories, and we'll cover the actual injuries as we go through it. Um, right. Here we go for the first time ever talking about the main news stories of Week 15. Uh, I hope everyone appreciate the Christmas sort of uh, take on our news sound. It's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've had worse reviews. Uh, well, look, people were in the spirit of giving a week early, and the Colts decided to do just that by allowing the Vikings to beat them. Take it away, TJ. What was your take on I yeah, suppose, the uh, biggest story of the week? So as I haven't said before, um, is there's three games on Saturday night, and that was the first one. And out of the three games, I suppose it was meant to be the game that was going to be the least viewed or least cared about, and it turned out to be an absolutely roller coaster of a tie. Um, I'm sure you'd agree. Um, Colts obviously having a terrible season, obviously fired the coach, all that, and then the Vikings having a great season, but kind of struggling in the last few weeks um, just turned into a bit of a madness matchup yeah I think um, obviously it is the biggest comeback in NFL history um, and when you looked at it on paper it was always going to be the Vikings win I suppose it was quite a surprise um, to see see the calls ahead um, when Somebody on this podcast told me. Um, but fair juice to the Vikings. They came back in style. They clinched the NFC North um, with this win. Um, and I think this was down to them going forward. That it, it, They have no confidence in this offense. Kirk is looking the very strong. Gosh. Yeah. I think... Like... You could say that about the offense, but defensively, maybe it didn't look like. But like I know, I suppose Colts got one like, offensive touchdown. Yeah, I know it was kind of up in the air. It was just like a weird game. It is a weird game, and they're the games you have to win. I do question like the Vikings long term, as in going up against bigger oppositions, and how they're gonna. Fair, um, I think the jury's out. I don't. I think they're they obviously deserve to where they get to the playoffs and all that, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to contend for the title. You know. Well, for me, it's kind. Of, we talked about it all year <coughs> that they win these close games now that they used to lose. Um, but this is kind of an odd one because just to put a bit of context on it. Kev mentioned that um, well, we were out enjoying a few drinks on Saturday. And we were keeping an eye on the game. And at halftime, it was, what, 33-0 Colts? Yeah. I remember you turned to me and said it's 30-0 to, to, to the Colts. Ridiculous. So, yeah. And then throughout the night, we lost them just getting back in bit by bit. And it got to the point where people were watching on their phones in overtime to see what would happen there. Um, now, Matt Ryan has the unfortunate kind of medal of having the I suppose blown the biggest lead in Super Bowl history and in regular season history now. 
Is he actually the biggest ball in Super Bowl history? It is. Biggest blown lead, I believe, in Super Bowl history now with the regular season, which is not good. Yeah, I've seen it. The most memorable. Like, you you could call that Super Bowl one the most memorable, uh, which is true as well. So it's funny. He is he's an accolade he's four accolades in four different games for the highest blown game. He's like the highest blown game in the NFC East or something like that. He's the highest blown game like of NFL ever. He's the highest blown game in the Super Bowl and the highest blown game in like something else. I don't know what it is, but they're four separate games and four separate Accolades of blown games. All, all at a fifth highest blown lead on a Saturday. That could have been it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Saturday. Speaking of Saturday's great transition, he's seen enough of Matt Ryan. Uh, he's been benched. Nick Foles is now starting the remaining three games. Yeah, I don't know what the calls are at. To be honest, I don't know where they're going with the team. Obviously, like they're going to have to reboot completely they're going to have a new staff coming into next year and uh, they're probably going to offload a couple of players and stuff like that and maybe start at the QB position again maybe in the draft or something um, it's a weird I can, time I can get where fans. they're coming from though from Bench and Matt Ryan because we talked about it earlier before Saturday came in that I think if he gets injured there's some sort of guarantee in his contract yeah if yeah. he doesn't if he's in a if he doesn't pass medical next March, he gets 14 million, I think. Yeah, so now they're kind of like, all right, just bench him. <laughs> I hope he doesn't fall down the stairs or something. <laughs> he's just trying to get injured in practice all the time. It's like he's lining up with the old line for drills. <laughs> he's coming in on a unicycle, fucking, with his blindfold and stuff like that. Throwing banana skins all over the locker rooms. <laughs> But I, I suppose flip side Vikings again people keep saying it's worrying to me the fact they keep winning it doesn't matter I know you could say you want to have the perfect defense perfect offense but it's the teams that win games where you don't think they should win it that I'd be more worried about getting into the playoffs yeah look and they've they've beaten the Bills this year they've beaten Miami who at the time were playing very good they have been bigger teams um I know they lost to the Eagles, lost to the Cowboys, but I still think they'll be there, thereabouts, definitely in the NFC. Oh, definitely. I can see them going to the championship game. Who knows? I'm actually going to disagree, uh, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, I think they have a good team, and like obviously, uh, I think Kirk is a good player, especially when he's hot. And then Jefferson, obviously, is the he's best wide receiver. Hot, TJ. Yeah, and <laughs> Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league at the moment, for sure. Um, I think Cole they're just missing other parts. Yeah, um, but like they they will have a number one seed, right? So if you look at it divisionally, well, is there actually one only no, one, they're not number, one have seed. number one seed? Sorry, number two seed. Is it so this year? There's only one number one seed, and gets the bye week, and then yeah. Oh, so okay, so they'll have to play two games. Um, I, I'm going to go out in a limb here and say they lose their first game in the playoffs that would be classic Kirk but I hope it doesn't happen Yeah, I hope it doesn't happen for the Vikings I actually like Kirk and I like that team but I can't see them going anywhere could be wrong could be wrong and you could be uh, clipping this little segment of mine and then playing it uh, on final day but uh, I don't think I'll be wrong so like it's at the moment they're likely to get the, the books. Actually, yeah. uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me about change that up. Later, yeah. <laughs> not well, not much to talk about, but no, it's interesting for Vikings. Cold season's over. They're just cruise control now until the end. Just get a new coach, get a new team. But let's move on to more playoff sort of um, implications. The Jets and the Lions. We talked about this last week and I said the Lions are going to the playoffs they're going to beat the Jets this week and by God they did it. TJ mm. tell us your pain. Yeah it was a tough one tough pill to swallow to be honest. Um, all credit to the Lions though they did play well. Um, 
And to be honest, like they are uh, a pretty good team. They're definitely an up and coming team. They have a few very talented players on um on the team. Uh, I think they probably did deserve to win that game. I actually watched the full thing, and I think they deserved to win that game, even though they were they had to come from behind a little bit at the end. Um, uh, it's great for their playoff hopes. Um, now, obviously, the Giants won as well, and they're making a good run for that last seed spot. Cowboys kind of slipped up a little bit, but um, Lions have to win it out from here, I think. Cowboys have... I'm pretty sure they've um, clinched a playoff spot already. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, so they basically have... By losing, they brought back... In other like teams. They have a little X here. Just a little X mean clinch playoff berth. Yeah, so okay. they're in. I think for um, the Lions, though, this is a team that started at one and six. Yeah. They're now seven and seven. It's some season, and we talked about this last week from my point of view. Next game up, Christmas Eve, Panthers. You'd expect them to beat the Panthers. Then they go eight and seven. Then they've got a Bears team who... Bears look alright, but they're not winning games. I'm telling you, they could win the Panthers and the Bears game. Go in at 9-7 and seven against the Packers in January for the last game of the year to try to get a playoff. And that is what I want to see. Imagine, after all the years, the Lions being crap and the Packers dominating, if the Lions could clinch a playoff spot by beating the Packers. Yeah. So basically, they're up against the Seahawks and Commanders for that last spot. They yeah. definitely could do it. Oh yeah, there's no doubt they could. Like you look at Commanders have Forty Niners, Browns, Cowboys. It's not easy, and the Seahawks no. have um, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. So you'd maybe two out of those. Um, they they basically Chiefs need and to... Rams there, Kevin, was it? Chief Rams and Jets. Yeah. yeah I won't say TJ which one I I played. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was joking about. Um, it's hard, I think, to, get to the Jets. But anyway, um, yeah, I think they need to win their last three games, or two of them anyway, to have any hope. Um, yeah. And really, that's just because the, that NFC South is so shit that one of those teams is going to finish behind them and still get in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, but they definitely have a bigger chance on their side than, let's just say, the parallel, which is the Jets, who are in a very similar situation um, where they're fighting for that last seed spot um, but that loss definitely didn't help them they really need to win it out from here to have a chance and then they've hope. got a much trickier schedule than the Lions yeah, as well yeah. they, they have Jags tomorrow night um, who are still in contention in um believe it or not which is nuts yeah I which kind of forgot they're yeah. still in contention to think about but they actually are still in contention not like like in further division which is incredible so they have something to play for then they obviously have Seahawks who as we mentioned something to play for and then we have Dolphins who they're mm-hmm. literally directly fighting for in those seedings so um yeah Jets have it all to play for and they need, they need to win all three to have a chance I think because the Chargers obviously got one up last week um, and the Patriots if they continue how they're going um, they have the divisional 2-0 matchup against the Jets which will they'll clinch it um, you know there could be some teams with good records missing out in the playoffs this year yeah if you look at that AFC like they're from the Chargers, who are currently in what fifth, all the way down to the Steelers, who are in how many? Teams? Sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, thirteenth. Uh, there's two games between all those teams. It's it, It's actually great though. It's great that at this time of the year, because in other years it's nearly sealed off by like one spot on like each conference. I think everybody has something to play for going into the last three games, and it's literally going to go to the last games, which uh, there it, there's not going to be too many uh, games that people won't want to watch by the last game. There's going to be a few few great it's, ones. Yeah, I, think. I think it might be one of the most 
exciting regular seasons in terms of competition we've seen yeah, in a while. Yeah, I still think there's a gap between the top, say, three or four and then the rest. <laughs> yeah. But for for those, for everybody else making the playoffs, it's it's a great battle. I think, I think um, yeah, for Lions and Jets, we were saying they're in the mixer, need to win. But you mentioned the Jags as well, TJ, still being in contention, which is a bit nuts. Um, yeah. Should we talk about the Jags beating the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, this year is fucking Trevor Lawrence's coming out party, isn't it? Last few games <laughs> coming out. Careful, you phrase it. We're gonna get sued again. <laughs> hey, look, interpret it how you want. <laughs> uh, no, fantastic for the Jaguars in the last two games. They've scored thirty-six and forty points. Um, obviously beating the Titans in the divisional game who they're up against and then the Cowboys last week a uh, fantastic victory um, uh, against big big boy team um, yeah what what can you say they're they're making a late push I think Doug Peterson situation is working there uh, a bit of stability with uh, young players is great I think I think he's given Lawrence a lot of confidence which was lacking last year yeah um, he's, I think he's pulling the trick plays and he's going for it on fourth and one every time or fourth and uh, short every time he's he's really letting the players play and they're responding to it well, that is classic Peterson though he's always it done is. that yeah I get it but uh, I think for an NFL coach there's kind of two styles you might look at Belichick being I suppose he's not having a good year but a footballing genius but when you look at it, you surround yourself with so many coaches who can do the different play calls and setups and preps when it comes to all sides of the ball, whether you're special teams, defense, or offense. For a lot of teams, once you have those coordinators, you can take on the bulk of that. If it, as long as you're not like a McVeigh or someone who's play or column plays, all you have to do is motivate. I think people. And I think that's what Doug Peterson does. Maybe I'm underselling him a bit, but I think he's just his biggest attribute is motivation for teams. It seems that a lot of people in the locker room like him. They really like him. And even from his old team in the Eagles, a lot of guys have said, even that he left, that he was a great coach and he's a great man among, like, like uh, a great man in the locker room, that kind of way. So um, I think the Jags are responding to that. And obviously with the shit show they had last year, to take anything sure but, even their players were saying that they were saying look how could you review we did judge Trevor Lawrence but like how could you judge him uh, with Urban Meyer as being his first yeah coach? and that was his teammate saying that which doesn't yeah, say a lot yeah. about poor um, I suppose slippery fingers um, <laughs> from last year yeah his, uh, uh, his his judgment wasn't the best we learned last year yeah, so uh, on and off the field yeah yeah, good Cowboys like, flip side. What, what do we think of that? That's a gut crunching sort of. Yeah, question. again, this could have been. We could have said the exact like things about the Vikings and stuff like that. Sometimes just how that's how the game goes. Um, you win them, you lose them. I think obviously they're safe in the playoffs and stuff, so it's not killer for them. But um, okay. I don't know. The the Cowboys haven't really wowed me like you'd expect yeah. them. I, I would I be agree. more worried about the Vikings than the Cowboys if I was playing either of them teams in the playoffs. Like they, last week they went to the Texans. I know the Texans were good again this week, but they didn't. They just about got out of there like with a win. Um, sorry, that was even a home, wasn't it? Um, and then to go to the Jags, they're likely and lose. And now they're going to go to Philadelphia and they could lose again. Um it's not I suppose it doesn't build confidence at the moment it's, it's, it's like a cycle for Cowboys fans Tony Romo was a great quarterback <laughs> whose biggest sort of asterisk on his career was not being able to do it in the playoffs and it feels like Dak has slowly found himself in the same bracket of criticism where he's a good quarterback who puts up good numbers in regular season but this year, I think we say this every year about the Cowboys. They need to do something in the playoffs. I think, and yeah. it doesn't look like a team right now who would have. I suppose maybe they will, but right now they're just they're losing these sort of games, which you shouldn't be. 
Yeah, it, it all remains to be seen. Um, don't know. Don't know what to feel about that one. As I'm, I'm with Kevin. I, I don't know what to make of them at all. Like, from week in, week out. Yeah, I don't know. They have a talented bunch. I um, both there, sides of the ball, they have talent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think they need to give the ball more to Tony Pollard. He. Uh, <laughs> he's a superstar. They I think they just rely on the too much. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But look, it'd be great if the Jags can make a bit of a push. Um, well, I say that. Not for you, DJ. I think you're hoping it ends in their next I game. know. Again, that's like... In, that. That's actually the struggle with the Jets, that they're playing teams that are all pushing. Um, but, like, look, the Jags kind of have the same. They have to, Texans after the Jets. I get They still have to win, as uh, Kevin said. They're playing well at the moment. But they have a mouth watering challenge against the titans in the final game of the season oh my god that's gonna be great if they can pull off at least one or maybe two of the wins and they could have a a decider against the titans in the last game because if they beat the titans and even if they go level with them they'll actually overtake them due to the conference you know bastards (laughs) <laughs> yeah. tell he's the Titans, Titans need to brush up now as well Titans Titans don't deserve to be winning the <laughs> division like Titans aren't a good team like they're I don't know how they're kind of living like they are could have bet the Chargers last week as well man they, but again good teams would come out on top the Titans are, well they're not a bad team but they're not as a like, Jets fan, I'm fucking raging you didn't beat the fucking Chargers. Couldn't believe that, man. Sick now. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I get on to the lads there. I'm sure that's yeah, all better. all the Titans players were saying in the locker room after. Yeah. God, the guys in New York or slash New Jersey are going to be living with us. Not even yeah. just... Oh, we let TJ down. <laughs> I let TJ down. What's he going to say about us this week? Yeah. Um, well, let's stick with the AFC because I, I think Kev, you want to talk a bit about the L. I suppose the how would you say, maybe Luke and Vader meet, meeting up with uh, Bill Belichick and uh, McDaniel's for Patriots Raiders. Well, really, I just wanted to talk about the final play. Um, <laughs> probably one of the most bizarre plays this year. Um, Idiotic is a better word there. Well, I'll explain it for anyone who hasn't seen. Um, but basically, it was a draw game. I don't know, there was maybe 10 seconds left in the game. Apparently, the play was just to run down the clock. Um, so they gave the ball to Ramon J. Stevenson, who ran maybe 20 yards with it, was about to get tackled. He, after the game, said, didn't know if time was up. So he popped the ball up to uh, Jacoby Myers who then decided to throw the ball back 20 yards to uh, Mac, Mac Jones, only for it to be intercepted uh, by the Raiders, who then handed Mac Jones off in a, quite a, I'd say, violent fashion um, <laughs> and ran in for a touchdown for the Raiders to win the game. Yeah, um, That's I think the only just... way the Raiders could ever win. It's if some other team fucks up more badly than they fuck up. Well, now let's be honest here. It was a draw game. It was going to go to extra time, so the the Raiders were still there, thereabouts. But yeah. it was just a moment of madness, I think. From I don't know. I it's it's hard to see what he was trying to, to do. Like, was he thinking that you threw it back to your quarterback by himself back there? Yeah. Um. I don't know what could have would have done. It's one, of, it's one of these things as well we talked about it earlier this year when there were some questions about the Patriots play calling and it's kind of funny that this sort of thing happens when they're up against a former offensive coordinator in McDaniels who was successful they have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as the two offensive coaches calling the shots well now in their offence this wasn't part of the play call I still think overall play calling has to be an issue. That it, offense, it probably is, but not for this specific play that we're talking about. 
for maybe not for the specific play, but still, like, how prepared were these players? Would they, yeah. would they be doing it with Josh McDaniel? Like, they have Joe Judge, who is, I suppose, made his career in special teams before a failed head coaching job in New York. Matt Patricia, who made his name as a, a linebacker and defensive player coach before a failed job at Lions. You got these two guys running the offense, which I don't understand. Well, look, they're sharing responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> <There it goes. laughs> Poor. I don't know why. Why they're so there? Is my point. Not too sure why. TJ, anything for you and Patriots? You're just happy to see the downfall. Happy to see the downfall, man. Yeah, I was. I was laughing at that play. It was great. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. But it is a weird one because I suppose how as bad as we've been saying the Patriots been all year, they're still seven and seven and have a playoff spark potential. Like if they won that, they would have been sitting fairly nice heading into the last three games. There would have been game up. They would have been clear of kind of the bottom end of the playoff cut off. Um, yeah, but now after that mistake, now they're still. I think they're still technically in the playoffs, but they're they're just. Um, no, I, I think they're out. I think the Chargers have pipped them. Oh, did they? Because it's the Dolphins, Chargers, and Ravens. Because the Bengals passed out the Ravens in the oh. title. So, yeah, it actually fucked them. The Patriots. But, uh, yeah. yeah. The Patriots were the Patriots in the playoff beating last week. A, are they not ahead of the Jets? No, they're eight. They are eight. ahead of the Jets, but they're not in playoff spot just now Hard because shape. of the Chargers. Oh, but they're they're not out of the playoffs completely. Oh no 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 oh no no no. They still have they still have a great chance. They but they need to win it out just as much as Chargers and Jets There's do. A you lot know? of teams. That's our line for today, I think. Win it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be interesting. Raiders. What do we think? Making the playoffs? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Technically in contention. That's good. Yeah. Well, look. I don't know if they had. They still had that loss last week that's ruined them. Um, before we move on I suppose one thing I just want to mention we do round table if there's anything anyone wants you might want to talk about Hurt briefly Kev but I want to start it off with another legend of the game Marcus Mariota so as we know Mariota was benched or dropped uh, it wasn't injury related it was performance based decision now uh, I suppose Ritter didn't really do much with it bit of a cagey game for him didn't throw too much um, but you might have noticed that um, they ended up having to pick up the Falcons a, a new QB and uh, Mariota is apparently left the team and they were saying that it was uh, something with his knee was speculation but if he hadn't been dropped he wouldn't be doing anything with his knee so a lot of people are reporting that he's just annoyed that he's been dropped and he's stepping away from the team. He won't be with the team for the rest of the year. Not backing up, not doing anything with them. Not in the oh. building. And when they asked the coach, he got very cagey about it and saying it's uh, up to the player's decision or prerogative to make this call. And this is his call sort of thing. And he wasn't going to speculate on it or answer anything about it. But it's not getting as much media attention as Zach Wilson sulking on the sideline, which I don't understand. Imagine if Zach Wilson was like, screw this, I'm out, boys. Got a, bit, got a knee pain I never told anyone about before. It seems a little suspicious. It's, yeah, it is strange. Now, like, he still is in playoff contention. Like, he's not maybe. There. They've picked someone else up. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe he's, he's like, look, I got you. I'm one game off, one game off, getting to the playoffs. Why you drop me? You I just have a love affair for that man. <laughs> I haven't been following the Falcons to be honest, but has Ritter done better? Uh, they just wanted. I think it was. His to run the ball. I think they were just like, we're not going anywhere. Let's give the new guy a chance to see out the year and see if he's potential future of the franchise I, I yeah. think they're they're on track for they're on track for throwing the I think they're the lowest no sorry that's the Bears I think I'm sorry but yeah they just basically run the ball they don't really throw the ball so and I think wasn't it the person who cut him has history with him 
for cutting them in Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah, he was the offensive. So maybe but he said, screw you, I'm sick of this. <laughs> the funny thing is, he went and got him specifically for to yeah. start as the quarterback, so he gave him a second chance, really. Well, unless something comes out, but I, if you haven't watched it, watch that interview, because I saw it online, and there's a lot of, I suppose, people... Even some who were meant to be, I suppose, in the know journalists, and I think the Athletic had an article about it too. Um, it's a weird interview because it does. It sounds like he's just told them, "Feck this, I'm gone." The way you know, if it's a normal injury, they'd be more like, "Oh, he's got a niggling thing." Yeah, yeah. He's fixing. They were like, "It's his prerogative, performance-based drop," and he said he had a chronic knee. That's up to him. I'm not a medical expert, sort of thing. He's not with the team anymore. It's all sound of a strange. Bit sketchy. But speaking of actual injuries, Kev, do you want to touch on poor old Hurts? Because he's hurting your fantasy now. He's hurting my fantasy, but will he hurt the Eagles' playoffs is, is another question. Um, I suppose the Eagles aren't, you could argue, aren't the same team without Jalen Hurts. He, he does very much has been their star player this year, um, particularly his connection with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. But yeah, I suppose we're likely it's not confirmed yet. They're saying that he's. I think it's been confirmed. Gardner Minshew starting now this week. Hasn't yet. It's it's oh, they keep saying unlikely, um that hurts will start. But then I seen a quote today saying that he's, he's not like us. He's recovering at a superhuman pace. <laughs> he could start at the weekend. Uh, they're not going to start him. They've already playoff clinched. They're not going to start him. You'd say that, but they're also playing the Cowboys, who they I, I can only guess that a lot of those players would love to to get one over on. But they've also uh, got what I'd argue is maybe the best backup QB in the league, and I've said it for ages. The man could start in other teams in the league, Gary Minshew. He could like, but he's he's no Jalen Hurts like. He's not the same player, but no. he's got what was it four? I think I posted today forty. One or so touchdowns, maybe like thirteen interceptions, six thousand yards, twenty six. There's been very few games where he come out and say Gardner Minshew did a bad job. Are we looking at Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, two point oh Minshew <laughs> mania on the way to the Super Bowl? And that nearly rhymed. The only issue with that is Hertz is only projected out. He's projected to be back kind of playoff time don't crush my Christmas wish <laughs> so it's unlikely I would say I'd say but look, yeah. why, why risk him you have a good backup there and everyone loves your backup I imagine they will give him time and stuff um, to recover and probably we won't see him until for maybe two weeks if not they, well I imagine they'd like to play him a bit before they he goes into the playoffs um, if he did play the last week, maybe play half a game, and then they will have the bye week anyway. So, Jets want to watch. It it could have big impacts, I suppose, in the playoffs, um, and in my fantasy. Are you going to start Minshew this week? I think I have to. Twenty six points. That's what he's getting you. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> if if you can guarantee that, Adam, I'll take it. Go for it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Minshew. Uh, TJ, anything else that we've left out you wanted to touch on? No, I think that's it. I think we've fairly covered it there now. Right, let's jump into our, uh, I suppose, Christmas awards for uh, week 15. That's, our, that's, that's a our good Christ- tune there. Yeah, it's a bit of a bopper, isn't it? <laughs> uh, now, unfortunately, I don't really have any Christmas sound bites for the different categories, but as usual... It's our winner, loser, and wildest story, I suppose. Um, our winner, we could call it the Rudolph Award, if you want, because he's the best in the rain. <laughs> we don't have to, though. Was Rudolph <laughs> a winner, though? <laughs> well, let's go. Let's, Kev, who is your winner of the week? Uh, give me one second there while I frantically have a look to see if I can find who I nominated. So I nominated Jackson. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Did I? Oh no, that was last week. Jags fans, I think. Oh yeah, Jags fans. I went <laughs> Jags again this week just to yeah. kind of say, I suppose, 
the franchise looks like it's in good hands with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence going forward. So, yeah, regardless of what happens, the guys will be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, TJ, who do you have up? Uh, I had the Giants. Um, so they had a massive matchups against the Commanders last week. Uh, not only like is a one up against uh, a, con- a conference team, but uh, they have a-, a toe in the playoffs. Let's just say. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Giants might be back to play off this year. So good on them. Oh, perfect. I went with the Lions. We discussed why. I'm seeing playoffs. Um, and Al Dennis went for the Vikings comeback. Pandering to the Twitter audience. Kev, do you think with that one? I think a little bit, yeah. And I tell you what, it works because uh, Vikings comeback was our winner of the week. We got a winner. We got a winner. I said we got a winner. We got a winner. Just making a big Christmas year. Doesn't count because he's not here. <laughs> doesn't count because he's not here. Fair enough. Uh, enjoy that, Dennis, while you're preparing your defence. Um, let's move over to our loser of the week. Uh, Kev, who'd you have up? I went for the pun of hurts being hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't win. I thought it was it was decent there. Straightforward enough. Yeah, I think we already talked about it. Hurts or the Eagles fans? I suppose it's both, really. Uh, If he if he does have superhuman powers, though, he should be okay. Come come playoffs. Gardner Minshew is definitely enjoying it anyway. Uh, TJ, who do you have up? Um, I had the Pat's play call. We discussed it already. It just it was a boneheaded move, uh, costing the game and could ultimately cost him the playoffs. We'll see. Big implications. Um, I myself went for the Buccaneers. We haven't really talked about them, but Brady cruising along against the Bengals and they squandered it. They completely fell apart. Um, that Bengals second half statistics are insane. That Bengals team are on a six-game winning streak. Yeah, and they've they've taken the title now off the Ravens, but they're struggled so. And Buccaneers, they could still make the playoffs, which drives me nuts. Um, but they don't look like they're doing anything. And speaking of that, Dennis went with NFC South as his losers of the week. You could argue they're the losers of the year. <laughs> now, Kev, quick one for you. Yeah. Is it a strategic play by Dennis to include NFC South since there's four fan bases that could vote? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, I'll tell you what, it works. Uh, they were <laughs> the winners of our loser of the week. That's two for two for Dennis. Oh, no, brother, zero for zero. this guy stinks. Zero for zero. Uh, we'll have to give him the awards after. Um, so let's move on to our final one: the wildest moment or the trap card of the week uh, take it away Kev uh, so I went for during the the Bills uh, Miami game the referee made an announcement that the Bills would be penalised 15 yards if any fans threw snowballs on the field <laughs> I did like that because I did you see the ticker that had the delay because of the snowballs being thrown onto the field yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't think- actually get penalised though I think they stopped after that, but um, yeah. it was uh, an interesting one. Uh, TJ, who do you have up? Um, I went with the Colts meltdown. Uh, pretty explanatory. I actually, I wish I'd changed it, but I've seen it too late. But I still want to mention it. There was a video of an Eagles fan falling down quite a lot of stairs at the game, <laughs> which was quite funny. Um he was a heavy set man and he just could not stop himself going uh, it was great but no cold smelt down is what I put that's fair I ran for the Terry McLaurin flag did you see that one uh, I yes did I not. did that was mm. crazy did you see it Kev I didn't no. so he was, he was moving up to the line of scrimmage before the play turns to the ref he says something to him the ref says something back he moves up a little bit more says something to him ref says something back moves up a tiny bit more they go in motion ball snapped flag uh, offside yeah 
Uh, he said afterwards, he said to the ref, am I at the line of scrimmage? And the ref was like, a little bit more. He said, what about now? He says, a little bit more. And then he threw the flag. <laughs> he wasn't too happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some people defending it, saying that because the guy went in motion, yada, yada. But it was just bizarre, the interview after. Like, <laughs> like a little bit, you think, maybe there was a valid reason. Uh, we don't have time to look into it. We're not serious enough to look into it. But the idea of the refs just messing with them, saying like, yeah, a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more. There you go. I got my yeah, moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time, look for yourself. That's it. Is. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. You should be asking the ref. Yeah, that's the thing. I said that's why the ref did it. Oh, that's hard one. Um, Dennis went for Brady's losing record. So Dennis isn't here to talk about it, but I believe he said, was it um, his highest losing record in most losses in a season in his career? That's a bit surprising, isn't it? It's not really considering his age. <laughs> ah, last year we were saying that he's, the, he's beyond age. You know. But you'll be delighted to know um, Dennis didn't win this one. You'll be disappointed to know we had a two-way tie. Boo. Two-way tie between the three of us. Kevin. Yes. And myself won it for Bills, Snowballs and McLaurin flags. Sorry, TJ. You triggered my trap card! You gotta remember, TJ, Colts fans are too depressed to vote and uh, other fans just are too disinterested in Colts, so... And mine, mine was kind of Christmas themed, kind of. So they had to pick me. <laughs> they had to pick you for Christmas, yeah. And look, that's our awards for the week. Um, I'm gonna move on to Kevin's fact. And Kevin, I've got a little bit of Christmas music for your fact. Well, first. There you go. Lovely. You Very nice. Bit of a teaser there, but uh, <laughs> at least we won't get copyright infringement. Um, yeah, so I went for, of course, for the week that's in, I went for the Christmas team. Um, so, I suppose Christmas Day football, It's we've had it on 27 different occasions. Okay. Um, but the first game was played back in 1997, and it was a playoff game, so two rounds. The first one was against Dallas Cowboys versus the Vikings, and the second game was the Miami... Uh, oh, sorry, the... Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings and the second game was the Miami Dolphins versus the Kansas City Chiefs um, something interesting I suppose there's an interesting fact about the second game so my question is what is it that's so broad yeah, it, it holds it holds a record for still lowest, today in the NFL the attendance in a game. No. That's your guess gone, Adam. You, you get two guesses each. Two guesses. Must be here all day. Hold on. Uh, no, I don't know. Guess something random. Yeah, just uh, guess give me random. the fact again. So, uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs played each other on Christmas Day in 1971. Yeah. What is the... What record still stands today... Because of that game. Still stands today because of that game. Jeez, uh, I don't even know who was good back then, you know? The so, only um, game in NFL history to have a halftime performance by Santa. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Did I get it? No. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. I'm no clue. That's not what I was looking for, anyway. I don't know. Most, most touchdowns in a fucking Christmas game or something. No. Um, what it actually is, it's the longest game ever played. How long oh, wow. did it last? Uh, I've no clue how long it lasts, to be honest with you. I don't have that information in front of me. I just know it's the longest game. And because of it being the longest game, it got a lot of complaints due to the fact that Christmas is a religious holiday and a family holiday um, and they actually proposed a bill 
to cancel to um to stop any games being played on Christmas Day, uh, they because of that game. To the rules because of that. Yeah, so this that game was also uh, went to two overtime games, or two overtimes. So I imagine that's probably when they brought in the singular overtime as well. Um, but as a result, there was there wasn't a Christmas Day game for a further seventeen years after that. I knew there was a gap, but I just assumed nobody went to because it, it was Christmas, and maybe they just thought screw this. No, it was because it was such a long game. It. Uh, People got angry, and uh, yeah, there was a bit of a hoo-ha over it. If anyone asks, is there such thing as too much football? There's your answer. Never. Apparently. Yeah, apparently people were giving out that their dinner schedules were destroyed because of it, because they wanted to watch the football, <laughs> but they just wanted to cook dinner. terrible life problems. I know, yeah. I couldn't stop watching it and having my dinner. You ruined Christmas NFL. <laughs> My turkey was burnt. The kids are crying. They haven't opened a it's present your yet. Fault of NFL. <laughs> I can imagine some drunk dad coming back from the bar, the wife going mad. Christmas is ruined. He goes, I didn't think the game was going to go on that long. <laughs> and then she is like, I better give out to the NFL because I can't give out to him. Yeah, and the fact that like Kansas actually went and proposed the bill. To ban lose? games on Christmas Day is just not. Did nuts. they lose? Yeah, obviously, I presume so. <laughs> I they just... they did. <laughs> well, the NFL just decided not to do it again for a while and then carried on. And this year we're getting a... this year actually we're getting a new record of three games on Christmas Day. Well, look, first time getting, ever. After getting a Baker Mayfield Russell Wilson showdown, they may be asking to cancel Christmas games again <laughs> next year. Oh, that's good. Uh, right, I think uh, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Hopefully, Dennis will be back to, I suppose, address all the allegations. Um, if you do have any other allegations, feel free to send them on. Um, we're open here. We're, we're going to air yeah. out our dirty laundry. Even if it's not true. First document. Right, I suppose for myself, God bless. Uh, goodbye. Uh, everyone say happy, happy Christmas. Love you from Dennis. Uh, happy Christmas. Love you from Dennis. And uh, let's play out in a Christmas special. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. That's still fucked up, man. That's not <laughs> I bad. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. End. <laughs> <laughs>